This podcast is for PR pros who are looking to discover the best strategies for landing their dream retainer clients and scoring them top tier media coverage. I'm your host, Jen Burson, and I want you to have a fulfilling career in PR that totally lights you up without sacrificing your personal or family time or your sanity. Welcome to the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. Today's topic about growth goals in your PR agency is one that many of our um, community members are coming to us for, and it's what I'm really here to help you do in, you know, just as my sort of like founding value. We want to help you set yourself up and your agency up for success, even given the changing media landscape. Um, we know things are changing and that's fine. It happens, right? You got to evolve to stay alive. And that's what we do in this industry. And I'd rather be part of an industry that changes and evolves with the times than just refuses to see it coming and then dies a slow, painful death. Right. And I know we're seeing a lot of like heritage publications shutter print, but they're moving online, you know, again, evolving, changing. And I'm here to help you evolve your business so that you can be successful and profitable in the changing media landscape. We're going to talk about four key skills that are going to help you reach your long-term and your short-term goals. Um, So we know that as entrepreneurs and especially as PR pros, we need to focus on continual growth, setting goals, and working strategically towards achieving them. But what skills do you need or can you cultivate that will help actually facilitate the most growth in your career and your business? Okay, so let's talk about that because I see these things as skills that can be honed, that can be improved, that can be taught. And um, I think that they are key to your long-term success. So the four skills that'll help you as PR pros continue to foster long-term growth. Um, The first one is um, learning to translate complex topics and simplify, distill complex ideas, complex thoughts down to simple, digestible, easy to comprehend information. We often get handed subjects that maybe we don't know a lot about. This is why I love for us to hone a deep subject subject matter expertise so you can just like pick up on things really quickly. But sometimes you're working at an agency or you get a client that has some new innovation, some new technology, or you start working in a niche that you're, it's really technical and you're learning a lot about. Like my client with the LED face masks, we have to learn about the infrared, near infrared, red light, blue light, the benefits of each light type and the waves and what benefit it has for the skin and how many lights and are they um, backed by independent research and like that technical piece was just thrown in our lap and we had to really understand how that works and how to become experts at it so part of our role as pr pros is to take these complex ideas complex information distill it into something that's compelling and clickable and newsworthy and immediately understandable. And that's not easy to do, right? So it's 
really important for all of us as PR pros to have good research skills. And then you can dive in and understand and translate and really research to understand the distinctions between your clients and their competitors and be able to communicate complex information into solutions and simple messaging. Okay, that's important for us as PR pros. That's the first skill that is going to help you foster continual and long-term growth, learning to translate complex ideas and complex topics, distilling them down into simple, easily understood concepts and compelling, of course. Okay, that's one. Two is let's stay curious. Um, be curious about things. To be a successful PR professional, you have to stay curious, ask questions. Um, you know, what questions are people going to ask? What are your kind of common questions that get asked of your niche, your types of clients? What do you anticipate might come next when you send out an idea or have a have a pitch idea? What might the follow-up be? Because that will help you develop pitches that will resonate. And you always need to seek out opportunities to challenge your thinking, be curious, learn about things. The kind of interesting thing about staying curious is that I have noticed and I have also heard research that being curious, asking questions, going deeper makes you very likable. When you interact with people and you start to ask them questions and then instead of moving on to the next topic, you start asking them deeper questions about what you ask them about. People are drawn to you when you are curious about them. People like to talk about themselves. Not that that's a negative, but when you show interest, there's this feeling that there's a connection, right? People like people who are interesting, but also interested. Try it out in your next conversation when you're with someone, even if you've known them forever. Be interested. This is the staying curious, asking questions, asking follow-up questions. Um, and what you can do with this skill is you're seeking out opportunities that can challenge your thinking. You know, be curious, always be learning. Anticipate sometimes with your pitches um, or when you're talking to clients, anticipate what may follow from what they're telling you when you pitch it out. What are gonna be the follow-up questions? So you can be ready for that. And, you know, ask as many questions, go as deep as you can in order to be prepared and to learn as much as you can about the topic. And then when your media contacts come back to you with a follow-up question, you already know the answer, or you can anticipate that's probably coming next and include that in the information you share with them at the outset. But separately, being a curious person, being interested when you have conversations 
will help deepen your relationships. You know, really being present with that person you're talking to, paying attention to them, not being distracted by the phone, being interesting and interested is going to help, you know, deepen your relationships with people and your connections. And you'll learn a lot. And just give it a try. Be curious when you have your next interaction with someone. Focus on them, what they're saying. Ask follow-up questions. Go deeper and watch what happens. It's amazing, honestly. You know when there's people that are just magnetic, right? Um, You know, they always remember things about you. And it makes you feel important. They come in the room and they're interested in you and it makes you feel important. They have this ability to focus in on these conversations and be curious to make a connection. What's going on with you and really going deep. And that has a huge impact on how, how you make people feel has a huge impact on your likability, right? Um, it's about the connection. It's about getting to know them more and making them feel seen and making them feel like they matter, okay? Um, So that's two, stay curious, just so that you always have the open mind to challenge your thinking and be curious and learn and know that we don't know everything about everything. I mean, there's always always more to learn. Um, The third is be adaptable. Um, We know it's always changing in our industry and we have to be flexible. And we know that we have to stay adaptable. It's going to help you navigate challenges, help you avoid mishaps and missteps with clients. And you do need to develop a thick skin in your business. Um, We know that working with clients can be tricky. Working with media pros is tricky. And it's hard not to. But you cannot take things personally. It's not personal. It's business. And it's really hard when you get so deeply personally invested in your clients and their success. Your success and your PR work is their success, but it also is so important to you. It's so meaningful. It's your body of work. It's your outputs that show you get the job done, that you do the job well. And I mean, we've had clients where we are literally like crushing it, where I'm like, I cannot believe how well we are doing. This is amazing. You know, to the point where like there's an award here somewhere for one of my campaigns. I literally hit send on the application and was like, we're going to win. And we beat out like big major national beauty brands and their campaigns for this specific campaign we did for this beauty brand. And the second I hit send on our application, I got a text from my team that they fired us obviously unrelated, but the timing of things like that is like, what? And that was honestly one of those moments where I was really taken aback. Like, what? Like, am I something? Is it, did I miss something? And the reality was we were a stepping stone. We did such a good job. They were ready and they thought that they would get better someplace else. They ditched us and went to a big firm and I can't take that personally. You know, if somebody likes name brands and labels, they're not going to take a firm that's just a workhorse, you know, that just gets results. They need cachet. And that's okay. That has nothing to do with anything I did. I did a great job. They even said so. But it hurt, you know. Um, but you can't take things personally, especially in business and with clients. Things don't work out. Budgets change. 
it's really, really hard when you know you are doing an exceptional job and the client fires you or doesn't renew or can't continue or whatever. Um, but if you put in the hard work and you know that you are um, adapting to the changing times and using those skills to guide them through, then there's not much you can do. Also, media, we can do the best job possible, write the most compelling pitches that are totally spot on. And there's someone on the other end that either doesn't get back to you or says not right now or said, I am not really covering this at the moment. And those results are out of your hands. And that's really hard. And it's very challenging when you pitch the media and you hear crickets to not feel like, what am I doing wrong? This is the nature of the business that we chose. There's a lot about our success in getting results that just is out of our hands. So develop a thick skin doesn't mean be unemotional. I think being an, being emotional is um, a gift because you can empathize, you can see other people's perspective and point of view. There's so much value in having an emotional connection to the work you're doing, passionate, you believe in it, you care about it, it matters to you. That's fantastic. But on the other side of that, if things out of your control, decisions are made, you know, that's business and that's okay. Clients are gonna come and go, it's only personal. And that's why I teach in the Agency Accelerator a strategy for filling your pipeline. Um, so if somebody goes, that's okay. We'll go back to our proven process. We'll get the right kind of clients in the door. We'll leverage the results we've already gotten. Hell, we'll take the results we got for that client and leverage those results. Like you did a great job. That's your, those outputs are yours to own and claim and leverage to build your business, you know? And by the way, take the strategy that was working for this brand and go find a competitor. Ready to go, done for you, let's go. It's already, it's already working, let's just plug you in, right? So that's yours to own, be adaptable. And if you have a thick skin, it is helpful, but that's okay, not at the expense of being passionate and emotional about the work you're doing. The fourth skills to help foster continual and long-term growth is having impeccable communication skills. So communicating succinctly and effectively your client's brand messaging, um, as well as communicating in a healthy and positive way with um, media pros that will help you form lasting relationships. That's really critical to our long-term success. And then obviously, as you build your team, which is going to be essential to scaling your business, and obviously we talk about this so much inside the Agency Accelerator, communication is essential in that relationship as well. So communicating expectations with clients, communicating with them what their expectations should be not them telling you, you what their expectations are. If those are unreasonable, you have to reset them and you have to be open to having those hard conversations because you're never going to fit or satisfy unreasonable expectations and you're just setting yourself up for failure because the client's never gonna be happy. 
they're never going to be happy if they have expectations that you're certain are just so unreasonable they're not going to be met but you're not confident enough to share what really is going to happen to the point where um you're able to reset their expectations and set up your relationship for success otherwise six months they're gone they didn't meet our expectations well no crap you could have told them that six months ago that their expectations were not reasonable. Maybe they're not reasonable in that timeline, or maybe the kinds or the volume of features that they're expecting are not reasonable for their brand or for their budget or for um, where they are in the marketplace. You have to tell them that. You can't you know, under deliver and over promise. You will lose your business over time. So having the ability to communicate with clients in a positive way, impeccable communication, um, you know, being able to really quickly and easily distill down, like I said in the first one, and communicate that brand messaging and have healthy, good, productive conversations with your clients, with your team as you build your team, communicating expectations to them, communicating when there might be something that's a little bit um, off, what's going on, let's have a conversation. A lot of problems fester in your business when your mind starts to think what's going on here instead of just addressing it head on and having an open dialogue and like nipping it in the bud and working towards a solution, people will sit and fester and their imagination runs wild and it's like, what's going on here? Why aren't they happy? And you're just like in a spiral and it's not healthy. So we're comms pros. It's like in the title of what we do. Having the ability to communicate, have hard conversations. Um, sometimes an email is actually a phone call. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot get lo gets lost in translation. If you find yourself behind a keyboard like, pounding away with a lot of emotion, deleting, changing words, all of that, that's a conversation. That's probably not something that should be sent over email. Do you know what I mean? It's not gonna be a fun conversation, but it's the only way you're gonna solve this issue. It's the only way you're gonna move forward. You know, otherwise it's he's like, they type this and then you reply back and what do they mean by this and why was this all caps and blah, 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 blah. and it's not healthy. Same goes for friendships, relationships. It's hard, like you gotta be be the adult and be like, let's have a conversation. And nobody wants to have an awkward conversation, but those have better outcomes. Everybody's understood more. Everybody's heard more, you know? And also things that are said over email are like, even if you're super careful, it can be hurtful or lost in translation or mis represented or whatever, you know, misunderstood, just get on the phone, say, hey, do you have 15 minutes to chat? Um, even if you're on your way somewhere, let's just have a call about this. And, you know, take control of a situation like that. But with clients as well, if there's something like, you know, we need to raise rates, we're adding services or you're adding services and that costs more, we need to talk about scope, that's a conversation. It's awkward, it's super awkward. Like, give me more money. And they're like, I don't wanna give you more money. And you're like, but you gotta give me more money if you want that thing you're asking for. The conversation is gonna get to the bottom of what you need and why, and have them really understand this is something that is out of scope. And in order to move forward, 
there needs to be an increase in budget. We'll lock in the contract. Let's let's go. Let's have this conversation. A lot of early PR agency owners want to do everything over email. And that's just not the way to be when it comes to matters of um, dealing with complicated situations with your team, with a client, get on the phone. That's the best way to go about it. So our four skills to recap, these are going to help you as a PR professional foster continual long-term growth in your career and as a business owner. Um, one, you have to learn to translate complex topics, distill it down into digestible, easy to understand concepts that will be compelling. Um, and you can easily communicate that and someone will easily understand. Two, stay curious, ask questions, ask follow-up questions. And I gave a little bonus tip that this is great for interpersonal relationships. This is where people feel really seen, they feel heard, they feel important, they feel like they matter because you continue to probe and get to the you know soft, juicy center, the Tootsie Roll inside the Tootsie Pop, like you're getting to the good stuff because you're asking follow-up questions. Um, as a PR pro, you get handed subjects you don't really know a lot about. You have to become an expert in it. You have to um, uh, be curious, ask the right questions, and understand you know what may come next when you pitch it out. Three, be adaptable. Um, you have to be able to evolve with the changing media landscape. That's why you're here. We are continuing to grow our offerings of training, free training on topics, um, training that's already included in our membership of the Pitch Lab so that our members are on top of the evolving media landscape. They're learning the rules of the game and they're navigating with their clients how to play the game successfully and also having a thick skin so that if things are out of your control and clients leave or they're not happy for whatever reason or whatever, you can continue on with your day with grace, dust it off and keep going because um, you know, we're not taking it personally. You can you can be bummed for a little bit, but you can't stew on it because it's not productive. There's out of your control. It's nothing about you. It's about them, and that's fine. And then the fourth is impeccable communication, being able to deal with client brand uh, messaging. If their messaging is not great, we just had to do this for a client, getting in there and finding out how to set it out in the market from their competition and even from their other products. Um, you know, being really good at communicating brand messaging, having a healthy, positive relationship with clients and with your team as you build them and as you grow and scale your agency, which is like the fourth pillar in the third and fourth pillar. The third is sales. The fourth is scale. So strategy, sales, service, scale. Those are the four pillars inside the agency accelerator. And you can see um, exactly what I'm talking about in terms of the different uh, pillars that you need to implement in your business. I show you my entire path of profitability framework. So that's what I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful for all of you showing up and hanging out with me. Be well, and I will see you guys real soon. Take care. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pitching Powerhouse podcast. 
If you're ready to start, grow, and scale a profitable agency all on your own terms, you should consider joining the Agency Accelerator. Check out the link in the episode description to learn more. To achieve your big, scary goals and truly live the type of lifestyle you've always wanted, it's time to join the Agency Accelerator. Inside this incredible program, you'll learn exactly how to structure your PR agency to fill your pipeline with high paying clients and establish a consistent revenue stream so you can run a business that lights you up and that doesn't run you. This program is built around the exact steps that I took to grow a seven-figure PR agency, Generation PR, and now hundreds of other PR professionals around the world have implemented these techniques and strategies to scale their own agencies too. So this stuff works, you guys. Check out the link in this episode's description to learn more. And as always, be sure to tune in next week for another incredible episode packed with the insights you need to become a pitching powerhouse.